Uh, getting closer to the finals and getting closer to when we get we make our return to the big channel after our, uh, as you described, Sean Ormond, wildly successful Origin show. We're we'll on the big channel over. Over, the, we think is that confirmed that we're on the big channel over the uh, finals period. Pretty sure it's confirmed. Yeah, very good. I hope so. Bus, yeah. Otherwise, this is going to need some <laughs> drastic editing. Hello, Joel Kane. I knew you were on the big channel the moment our man, the trader, was spotted. Uh, Jim. Buying real estate. <laughs> what? Buying blue chip real estate. <laughs> is that right? Yeah, so I thought, big channel, here uh, we come. Congratulations. Yeah, yeah, now, yeah. does this mean you're going to find somewhere with internet? <clears throat> mm. So uh, when you're at home, you can actually do the show? Yeah. Well, I'm going to demand parking in the city near and around the studio. Just a bit I like know, one simple demand. Just so I can drive in and if be there on park, time. I, they, if you knew me in a certain time, yeah. the city of Sydney is not okay. the easiest place to park. I need mm. parking underneath, and I was promised it. And that, that, look, that's okay. If we want to bring off air on air, I'm happy to do that, Sean. <laughs> I'm happy to do that. But I'm a man of my word, and that's all That's all that really matters. We're on KO and YouTube, by the way. Um, so make sure you watch us there. Mm. Uh, but also, hello to all of you listening to the audio podcast. Dan, can I ask you this? Uh, you know what a dink is, right? Double income, no kids. Double income, no kids. How many children um, or rooms would you need? If you're in a dink scenario and you're buying into a blue chip suburb, how many rooms would you need when you're buying a home? So five is plenty, is it? A five bedroom home. Oh, you're making this up. A five-bedroom. You got to plan. It's important to plan for the future. One's going to be. It's four bedrooms, Joel. It's one's, five. One's a little man the cave. The signs. What suburb are we talking about? We're in down Sydney? in. We're down in Shugsville. Down in Carring Bar South. That's a, not cheap. A bit of. How a bit, are you getting this? A bit, <laughs> we're on TV now, Dan. Yeah, big well, TV. I'll tell you what. <laughs> I've got free parking on it. You're a much better negotiator than me, obviously. Uh, let's get to some good and some bad from last week. There was a bit of good uh, with uh, so right, so wrong, but a bit of bad as well. I'm, I've got something up my sleeve. I'll save that for after this, but uh, let's get to the... Start of the round and nice start from you, Sean Ormerod. The Roosters at the SCG. Um, I can still put faith and and there's enough quality in that Roosters side to put a number on a a manly defence that is shaky to say the least. SCG is a huge factor here. Minus three and a half is not enough. All right, and so you were correct. and we're not counting. You know, it doesn't matter what the record is for best bets. We're not counting, so it doesn't doesn't really matter. Well, do it mean? does matter. Are, do- you, are you still on your winning streak? Ten in a row. I, I told you. It's just a no, that's okay. doesn't matter. No, no, no. Well, you know what? I took a dollar ninety that he would get to that before I'd get to this. Check this out. <laughs> and for the audience, uh, what is going on? You're watching a gymnast. <laughs> some description is that Nadia Absolutely Kamenich? Absolutely. Who is that? What's going on? Absolutely false. What are the judges going to say about that? Uh, so there was there was a little four week European sojourn where I didn't have to tip. So that was yeah, the hardest part of the year. Yeah, yeah, that's okay. Um, and that is Olympic I, history. For well, Nadia you had two Kamenich. choices, Joel, with your perfect ten reference. You could 1970s. You could have gone Nadia Comaneci or Bo Derek. <laughs> <laughs> movie I've never seen, but uh, remember as we were growing up, anyone that was a perfect 10 was a Bo Derrick. Yeah, that's, that's um, right. What wasn't a perfect 10 was your, not only did you give us miserable tips, like, yeah. like, like tips that are very hard to get excited about, 
out there, the worst type of tip, the 1 to 12. <laughs> you didn't have much success with them either. No, no, horrible miss. 1 to 12, let's get on the cowboy train, folks. Now I'm going to take Manly 1 to 12 for the flare. Another 1 to 12? The worst <laughs> bit in rugby league. Okay, just let me play me and you be you. 1 to 12, folks, Johnny, that's for you. <laughs> okay, are you doing this for a bit? Is that three 1 to 12s? That, that's a... Oh, that is, they're hardly... Uh, one, one gets up. One of those one gets, gets up. Oh, thank you, up. thank you. Oh, and three. Yeah. Oh, and three. That was my little so wrong at the end there. No, one gets up. One, one gets, gets up. Well, one should have, the Tigers. Yeah, they, should've. they absolutely should have. Should have. Uh, your Raiders, which we'll get to in a moment, Sean, another <laughs> another unconvincing win. Uh, look, this is where I have to put up my hand. This is becoming a weekly segment. But there was conjecture here. This is where I should have. In fact, let's play the, um, the footage, the, I guess... Uh, the critical footage and the and the mistake I made is pretty obvious. I've gone south. I think Latrell's going to go berserk. Change my Gibbo to total match points overs in this game. Yeah, that's nice. Same game. Yeah, okay, that's so, nice. so that's what we've got now. Uh, the mistake I made was not tipping south as wrong as that was. And that was, obvi that was obvious so early in that game, even before Cronulla started putting points on the board. I knew that bet was dead. But it's when we matched together, I should have just said, you have that, I'll pick something else. I knew it immediately. It was doomed. You were too magnanimous. Mm. You were too nice. That's where you should have convinced me. <laughs> now, I'm, the I'm at fault here. That's yeah. where you could have said, no, 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 Dan, don't make sense. Souths are awful. Did you back Sharkies won the 12? How that played out matched our personalities, folks. Yeah. I just said, come on, Dan. You, you can, can have, have it. it. You can <laughs> have it. No, no, you should have said, Dan, are you sure... Yeah. South right now is is the yeah. best bet you want to have. Mm. Uh, well, well the, the the key thing was we were both on sharks, well, and, you, and you, you just there's more evidence. You resolutely just but why won't you just say, Dan? Yeah. Are you sure? Just yeah, put, it's not my put your hand in a non-sexual way. You can put <laughs> you can put your hand on Dan yeah. and look me in the eye and say, yeah. Dan, are you sure? Yes, Dan, a little bit, sure? a little bit. Uh, because I could have been talked out of yes. it. Unjust that the thirteen plus didn't get home in that one. Big underdog. Big 13-plus number. Well, Thanks to filthy Phil McNaughton. He went the early crow oh. on that one and got it beat. So, shout out to Are you. Are you just passively swiping back to you tipping them 13-plus? Is that? Are you inserting yourself well, into that I wouldn't say it's that passively. I've been pretty overt about that. So, let's get down to it. So, apologies. Well, what... It'd be fascinating what my best bet would have been. You, you, you went total match overs, but you only did that because of me. So you, we can't count that as a wrong Joel best bet because it wasn't really his best bet. His best bet was Cronulla. But you know what? Your attitude is concerning. So let's, <laughs> let's bring up some footage from Retro Round. So Fox do their Retro Round. I wish the NRL would get behind this and make it Retro Round again. But it's a, it's a Fox thing uh, and has been for the last couple of years. It, it, it's not that the fact that you blokes get involved. I like that. It's the glee of which... You bring into this now. Now, so Joel, are you Gene Miles or Wally Lewis? No, well, I, I'm the combination of Sam Bacco, Joe Kilroy, Gene Miles, an 80s porn star. I'm, but I'm but, but say the moustache, mm. I thought that it's more Joe Kilroy out of any of them. Okay. Now, this is what the directive was. But this guy here, who's getting far <laughs> ahead of himself, demanded something that was more noticeable. Yeah. And, and apparently when he was buying the property, he was actually wearing the same outfit. Now, oh, here we go. now this, now, <laughs> now this. Firstly, 
interesting. That's normally Joel's gig on air, but she'll do it. So, uh, <laughs> is that what you will? But who are you? Who are you? The, the ultimate Raider hater. Uh, to be wearing a Raiders video, the legendary mm. Raiders video easy jersey. I would suggest, and this shows our age, yeah. that's even more iconic than the milk jersey. Tell you what's more alarming in that whole thing. That was a, a 4XL jersey, and it didn't look that big on me. That was, no, hang on. That was, <laughs> what was your tip in that game? When you were pinching my roll, yeah. I'm, I'm slowly getting pushed out of it. Oh, Tigers, Tigers plus. Tigers so plus. Tigers plus. Yeah. And I think I've verbaled that. You're going against Canberra. Yeah, it's, Canberra it's a big jersey. middle finger to the Raiders. <laughs> <laughs> At least he's consistent on that score. <laughs> That's Why right. was it a Canberra jersey you wore? That's all they had. We just, we're proud partners of Fox League, Dan. I understand. So if the wardrobe team goes, you're saying the wardrobe team at Fox League. I know that Fox. I know that wardrobe. You're saying they had one retro jersey, one. One that fit me. No, 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 no. that was the thing. You made a choice. You made an absolute choice. Uh, And I tell you what, that's about the first time in a couple of months I've uh, happened across your Saturday night show. That's where I saw you get up. So I did the early game, and I stayed home on Saturday night, so I ended up having it on. And I had it on in, in the corner, a couple of TVs. I thought, what's going oh, on? Couple going on here? Well, you know, some of us, you know, don't, uh, haven't purchased four-bedroom uh, houses in Cronulla. <laughs> uh, let, let's go to our main topic of the day, and I think we've done this before, gents, Payne Haas. Will he leave the Broncos? I, get, I don't know Payne Haas. I get the sense... He is only happy when he's unhappy, and I don't mean that in a, in a, in a negative way, but always looking for what's, what, what are the greener pastures. Uh, knock back a three-year extension worth 1.1 a season. I'm wondering what role the manager has in this, because the manager doesn't have to worry about whether Payne is buying houses in Sydney or wherever where it's much more expensive. All, all the manager is concerned about, and I don't even know who the manager is, I don't follow that stuff. All the manager is concerned with is his cut, and a bigger paycheck is a bigger cut for him. That that, that would be my concern, and I'd be asking Payne, um, are, you, are you certain everyone's motives are true? And 1.1 for three years in Brisbane seems pretty good to me. Mm. Yeah, uh, my thing here is Jason Tamalolo. So Jason Tamalolo's peak of his career was season five, season six, and then a slow decline. Now, he's still got four years after this year on a 10-year deal. Yeah. Why will we not see the same with Payne Haas? Like, like we're trying to – everyone is assuming we're seeing something we've never seen before. We were saying that about Jason Tamalolo. Mm. Were we not? <clears throat> he yeah. was going to be the first Polynesian immortal. Right, is he still going to be that? He's had a great career, mm. Jason Tamalolo. What is he on the open market today? It's a good question. I mean, injuries have played a big part in. Yeah, but but his this. I know oh, that's all. That's all part of it. But in the he NFL, he's not the number one forward in the game anymore. But he's not. He hasn't declined that. No, much. No, 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 he hasn't. No, I totally agree with that. But nowhere near the output of years five and six. Mm. The running back in the NFL, yep. those numbers have gone through the floor. The wage has gone through the floor because their role is so physical. They aren't robots. They can't keep doing it forever. I'll ask you this question. So he's on the cusp of being the highest paid player in the game. Mm. Let me ask you this. Fast forward to grand final day, and you could only have Reese Walsh or Payne Haas play the game. Who do you want to play? Oh, Reese Walsh. 
You can only have Adam Reynolds or Payne Haas to play yeah. the game. Yeah, it's Reynolds, and then get to Car- I'd rather Carrigan, I'd m- on, which they have done. But that's then. in your own team. That is, they've mm-hmm. made sure Carrigan is locked away till twenty twenty eight. We're going to recognise him as the best forward in the game in the next eighteen months. Pat Carrigan. Pat Carrigan. Do you not think he's just on a trajectory? There's the there's a new one point. What well, is a one point one in three years? Is that the old eight hundred though? New CBA about to come in. Salary cap's going to go up. I'm it won't be one point one. It'll, it'll be one point three and maybe a couple of hundred. Yeah. Well, I, it's, too, it's, it's too much for a front row. And I know he's he's almost a one of a kind. But even for the likes of him, it's it's too much money. But are we in the golden age of testing the open market? Do you think? You know what? Yeah. No, no knock on him for doing that. But if no. I'm the Broncos, I'm pulling the offer. I'm saying, right, you've got till mm. November 1. You've got till October 31 to sign our deal. And if you don't sign your deal by October 31, it's off the table. Because right now he's in the winning position because he's thinking, well, if I don't if I don't get an offer that yeah. absolutely blows me away, I'll just take this 1.1 1. 1 for yeah. 3. No, no, no. That's where Brisbane's got to pull this away. I'd be signing a deal, a seven-week deal. No cash. And I'd be saying, hey, Payne, we're the Broncos, you're Payne Haas. Let's commit to not having any contract discussion, both internally or externally, for seven weeks. Let's just be a team for seven weeks. Let's come out and say that. We're not going to sign or speak to anyone for seven weeks. We want to win this grand final. And then when the season's over, do as you please. Yeah. It's just strange. We have so few media opportunities now, and here's Payne doing media yesterday. So that was a very interesting choice. Speaking of pain, let's go to the Broncos and Parramatta, our, our match of the round. There's two There's two really good games this week, and then there's six questionable games. This is at the Gabba, the last time we're at the Gabba. Thank goodness we're ending with these uh, round ground venues. Oh, the, I see so the ratings for the uh, women's matches sure have been outstanding, even for non-Matilda's games. <laughs> Not sure MASH would have quite got to the, the half a million that China versus England You'd be got. surprised. Hey? There's a lot of MASH disciples out there. Not, yes, and, and my oh, everyone's father was a MASH disciple. Mm. I understand that. But half a million aren't watching MASH Probably right. these days. Broncos, Parramatta, I've got to be honest, uh, the start looked a little thin to me. Uh, whether or not it gets up is uh, to be decided. Reynolds is back. Hetherington is back. This is a pretty good-looking Broncos team. This is, this is about as good as it gets, really. Corey Oates, you could pop in there. Uh, he's unavailable, but Joel... 30 to 14 was kind to the Cowboys. Like Broncos could have won that and should yep. have won that by 30. Uh, ten and a half. Like, Parramatta really have to be on their game. Again, their defensive uh, deficiencies uh, on the wing were exposed against the Dragons. We're, we're watching some Broncos vision. What an afternoon this was. Paddy Carrigan. Look, try assists, tries. Hadn't scored for 77 rounds. And he comes out and goes back to back. Can he get the hat trick? <laughs> Can Patrick get the hat trick? Uh, that's what we're asking here. Um, Reynolds comes back. There is a little bit of doubt around this bloke, Walsh. Um, and is it the stage of the year where Reynolds, sorry, Kevy starts to rest a couple? I don't know. But he's very, very keen on the defence, Kevy, now. I think 10 and a half's too skinny. Yeah. All right, we're on the same page. Yeah, I think there. we're all going to be in agreement. The one big call out, the watch out from punting perspective early days is the Walsh thing. You want to be absolutely certain he's playing. But this, this isn't enough for me. And that game... That Saturday afternoon, even watching that from the couch, it felt like you were you were at the stadium. It was in a final. That was that was it unbelievable. Felt like a final. Um, I had severe FOMO, and they they left probably certainly two out there, if not three tries of Broncos. Cowboys never looked like they were in that game at all. Yeah. And Parramatta's form line leaves plenty to be desired. What about if Flegler went through? 
We'll save that for a segment later. Mate. Uh, what was he thinking? What uh, was he thinking? Uh, all right, so we're all on the same page there. Sean, you've got our first. Uh, yes. Well, this so this leads me right into me saying that I don't think this is enough. And there's there's actually a lot of games this round where the numbers are pretty punchy in terms of what the line is. But I think you can, and I speak about upside a lot. You can get around some teams that are flying against some teams that are out of the running in a big way. And the Broncos is certainly one of those. So we go to the uh, the alternate margins. Nineteen plus. I like this. The Broncos three dollars upside a plenty in That's that one. Fr- Friday night footy, I like that a lot. Melbourne versus Canberra is our game at um, on Sunday afternoon. They're playing for fourth. Winner is in fourth, and the um, the loser, especially if it's Canberra, top four is probably a little out of reach. Melbourne can still get there even if they lose this. It's the most unbelievable head-to-head situation where Canberra have won their last five at this ground. Amy Park, including... Um, last year's finals, and it's also the anniversary. It's the anniversary of a year ago when Joel took his kids down and oh, watched a bloke have his oh, leg snapped in half. Uh, what great parenting that was from Joel Kane. <laughs> Can you stay take his kids down there? Was it one or did you take more than one? Nah, Pax, you know, mate, of his. Yeah, so it right was great. It as well, so it? it's a year anniversary from the scar. It was when we, your boy saw Bambi shot, literally. literally. I mean, literally a Bambi shoot. Yeah, and I'm scarred by it. I'm so relieved that they have not brought him back for this game. <laughs> I, I would feel personal responsibility. Mm. But he is back, and he played a good first half last you see week. A few, I only saw a few clips. I love it. Oh, I'll tell you what. Have I got permission to back the Storm at $8 to win the comp? Um, Have I got permission to do that? Yeah, I couldn't talk you out of that, Shul. Going to get top four. I can just see them having a home final at mm-hmm. Amy Park in well, prelim. And I'd love to have the eight bucks in. Yeah. Well, they're going to finish... Well, to do that, they'd have to knock off Penrith in week one or finish third, which is very possible. Mm. Although Warriors... I can see the Warriors dropping one soon, actually. Okay, eight bucks. Would you say they're the third most likely team now to win it? So Penrith, Brisbane? Well, I'll tell you, history says first or second defensively, and currently that's the Warriors. Yeah. So I'm just talking about the price. So I think the value's with the Warriors, too, as you said. Oh, you might be right, Melbourne's. But all right, um, where are you going here, Shauno? The line, by the way, as we talk, (coughs) ten and a half. Ten and a half. Yeah, again, the the Raiders, they've scraped home with another four-point victory. Again, the one to twelve. If, if you backed Raiders one to twelve all year, you are absolutely collecting. So um, <laughs> maybe, maybe well done, yeah. Sugar. Um, again, this one oh, I can get this big. Well, actually, I've got it around what the the number is. But again, I think there's so much more upside in the Storm. Uh, Hughes back. Um, Xavier Coates is back as well. I'm willing to forget to an extent the scoreline last week against the, the Panthers, so I'm, I'm with the Storm in a big way. I didn't think they were that bad. No. I think we have to take it like the way Cronulla were bashed up against Penrith but only lost 28-0. Penrith were perfect mm. against Melbourne, yep. and it was 26-6, and they, they didn't have Jerome Hughes. And he's back. I, 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 I'm going down for this, actually, back line, back line reshuffle I, early as well after. I know Jennings is in a world beater, yeah. but again, when you're, when you're reshuffling back lines, you can... Yeah, Canberra's bringing in a kid called Ethan Strange. Raps on him, but it's his first game of first grade. Adrian Trevelyan off the bench. I don't know what's happened there that Starling's been yanked. So I don't think all's well, Joel. I like the Raiders, and I think they'll sneak into the finals. But I think Melbourne might do it comfortably here. Yep, thirteen plus. All right, for me. Woo! Um, Canberra can see a lot of tries in the middle, and. 
Melbourne love scoring tries. In the middle, that's Harry Grant territory. And Canberra's left-edge defence is pretty pedestrian or has been. Marion Seven, not a noted try scorer. That's why you're getting a nice little price. Seven, Grant, <coughs> seven bucks. That's just do as you please. Just quickly on the Raiders, and I don't want to. You saw me there wearing that jersey. I'm not a Raider hater. Oh, but just to give you some context oh, around geez. where where they're at. So they're sitting in fifth. They're equal uh, fourth. They're 90 to 1 to win the premiership. Because you okay. set the odds. And well, you hate them. No, no, I don't hate I don't hate them. But say, are they still negative differential? Yes, yeah, 70, oh, 74. I was say, it's not even close. 74. It's crazy, isn't it? It is crazy. So just to give you, and I know that you might look at the ladder and go, gee, they're going all right. They could finish top four, 90 it to one. They're, they're, just, they're nowhere near it. it no. is, I'll go through it over the off-season. The teams that win all the close ones, they lose them all the next year. It's a phen- mm-hmm. Cronulla did it one year. They'd won all the close ones, and then they lost. Yeah. Looking at the bottom end markets next year. Cronulla versus Gold Coast is our Friday 6pm game. Um, again, 10.5 is the line here. I thought Gold Coast, actually, um, there was a fair bit to like last week against the Warriors. I know we it all got crazy with all the send-offs and the sin bins, but you strip that away, pretty competitive. Cronulla, good recovery, but what did they really beat? Uh, Trindle and Hines... Uh, retained um, Kennedy's gone so Tracy Tracy at fullback I don't think it's that big a loss Joel ten and a half is the start here Gold Coast don't tend to get flogged so I, I think the Titans might cover here but who knows yeah Wade Graham uh, he announced his retirement yes so, so, yep so that's going to happen they'll be motivated for this Shark Park happy holiday season folks I love this time of year. Low-hanging fruit. When you've got teams on the road against teams in contention, it falls apart in a big way. Yeah. So I'm going to be heavily on the on the Sharkies to cover. Uh, one thing I'll say about the Titans, if you want to have something to zig and zag in your same game multi, the Titans have scored 13 tries on their right. A fair enough amount in the middle. But if they've scored 13 on their right, how many on their left have they scored? Must be high. Oh, I know the number. It? It's really 41. Yeah. yeah. 13 verse 41. And you know why that is? This man for feeder, he's more than a one-man job. He comes in, they all just bees to a honeypot, and there's an overlap. Khan Pereira, Kelly, Fafita himself. Mm. Well, I was going to say, Fafita, just don't worry about having six on him. He'll score anyway. Yeah, yeah, that's why. Uh, All right, uh, here we go. I see you, Flea. You've always got to be clever, don't you, Joel? Always got to be clever. (laughs) Let's go. Come on. Yes, we do. Okay, it is holiday-making season, and there are four games where there's a team on the road taking... holiday-making season? Yes. Like baby-making season? No, they're holiday-making. They are out of the running. It's tools down. They're on the road. I've been in this situation I before need, myself. I work on these stats because I've always believed that as well. I've got the stats. Have you? The last six games last year where you had this scenario, all six got beaten and by an average of about 30 points, it was a shellackerville. <coughs> so <laughs> I'm going to do a flare for all the four teams yes. uh, who aren't the uh, out-of-running player teams yes. to win 13-plus. Sharks, wow. Sharks, yep, Sharks, Warriors, Roosters and Souths all to win 13-plus against out-of-contention holiday makers. Is your, app, is your app broken? St George is a holiday maker. They were fantastic last week. Okay. All right. Is your app broken? They don't but at least that's a fun bet. They haven't won one away game, Dragons, all year. Okay. All right. Well, they didn't win last week. They only lost by six. But okay, I, your point, that's a fun bet because yes. at least it's 13-plus. We get to Roosters versus Dolphins as our Saturday night game. See, this is a team now I think the Dolphins have hit the wall. 
Um, so along your way of thinking, Joel, I just I've seen signs that they've had enough, and they were six and four. They're two and eight since Magic Round. Like their record's actually pretty poor, yeah. and they've copped a couple of real shellackings there. I can see this going the same way. Nine and a half is the line. Are we going to get a repeat, Joe, uh, Sean? I'll start with you. This has chased me of Roosters Gold Coast a few weeks ago, where yep. Roosters just ran right, and they were pretty good last week against Manly. Twenty-six to sixteen is a disgrace mm -hmm. because twenty-six-two was a much fairer reflection of that result. And I know the Roosters are pretty good at the SCG, but I think back at Allianz is even a bigger suitability for them. Um, and I agree that the the Simbin in that game last week made that scoreline very, very flattering for the Dolphins. I think they scored three while Fitzgibbon was off the field or something like that. So you can read into that um, a little bit. Um, yeah, I think there's there's plenty of upside to get against a holiday maker, just yeah. like just like Shug said. And the Knights had the Knights had a field day down their left and I think uh, I think the Chooks might just be able to do the same in this one. Well you know my views, uh, Roosters thirteen plus. Mm. Have an exact winning margin. Come on. Oh, that's one of my favourite bets, actually, because it's just to show out the stumps. If, if you were to pick, would you go 30-plus? Because it goes one, two, three, yeah. every individual yes. number, and then once it gets to 30, it's 30-plus. I can really see the Roosters looming large in this comp to the point where they're going to play South in the that's last round. That's going to be the one. And it might be they need to win by 24 or oh, something like that. Yeah, that's going to be just, the one. But I can yeah. see them, and, and every single point counts. Mm. So 30-plus victory, that's that's in the game. Yeah, I'm with you. Um, so I'm with the I'm with the Roosters here to win and win big, and I'm, I think they're going to target that right edge of the Dolphins like the Knights did last week. Valence Tafare issues. Um, my flair is Daniel Tupo on that edge, two or more tries, three dollars seventy five. Oh, now can we talk? Very nice. Can we talk, Azarko? You're in a nice position now. You're twenty three up yep. with four to play. Are we at cash out stage? Or are we? Nah, I, I think fire. I think you're almost let it run. I, th I think last week was such a good week that your margin now you've got a little buffer. Okay. I'm fascinated <laughs> how you play because now nah. what were the odds you got a hundred to one? So you got wiggle, wiggle room easy for me. Yeah, to no, say. I'd write it out, Dan. If you wanted to back someone else, you could maybe do that. But what you've got up your sleeve is the law of attraction, which I believe in. And, oh, mate, well, he, hey, I'm telling you now, the law of the attraction. Law of attraction. I'm asking you about a yes. top point score yes. a bit. and I'm telling you exactly about it. When you're in the scenario like him, it is all-consuming because you want to win the thing. So he is thinking far more about scoring tries mm. than anyone else. Just keep backing him to score. He wants to win this thing. I'm telling you, Dan, it's, he'll be thinking so much and tries are going to come. I'm telling you. We're getting a little... Window into the soul of Joel Kane, <laughs> former winner of the NRL point scorer title. Uh, oh, now, ladies and gentlemen, the I can put the feet up. I can put the feet up because <laughs> it is short over on segment. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, what were they thinking, Dan? It's back for another week. Now, I have to clarify something off the top. We were taking the piss last week when we said Vossi had gone involved. He hasn't gone involved because I think a few people made some calls. There was some concern. What, to Vossi? Yeah, well, I don't know if it came from Vossi, but they were worried that, oh, have we pissed Vossi off? No, we haven't. That was a piss take to G you up. But anyway. Well, this I is, do think you've stolen his segment. This is my segment. I mean, that's I'm defending the man. Before this is you march on, can, can I just take peel back the curtain? So before we go to this great segment, what were they thinking? Gibbo was saying, you know what, Sean, one day you're going to be driving an Uber. And, <laughs> and, and someone's going to jump in and say, 
Hey, mate, you were the one who used to host. Yeah. What were they thinking? Yeah. He'll, he'll go into the pub. He goes, you never guess who, what, who dropped me off at the pub. Anyway, back to the segment. This is going to last a long time. What were they thinking? The first one. We're going to see some vision here. Kennedy Cherrington in the NRLW. This has, Now, we've got to clarify, everyone with... There was no NRLW players harmed in the making of this clip, but this is one of the worst tackles I've ever seen. So, firstly... What was she thinking with the actual tackle? We see it here. That is nasty. That's the worst tackle. So the first, what were they thinking? That tackle is horrible. But then she's smiling and laughing at the ref and then sprints off the field with a big um, smile on her face. What was she thinking, boys? But she even said to the ref, like, Almost offered. Do you want me to go? Yeah, do you want me to leave now? And then that's the quick... What that, was going through her head? That is a Guinness Book of Records of getting off the field for a send-off. Now, it? for you, have you ever been sent off in your career? Any uh, any grade? No. Mog, Mog seen Jadwat almost bin me and warned me. Oh, that's true. Right, because he felt that I was going to get into an altercation with yeah, a Clinton Torpy. For your own safety. Oh, he's he's, he's going to bin me for my own safety. Yeah, yeah. That Kenny, Kennedy Cherrington, Adrian Morley would be the only one I can think of in the in, oh, the, in England. Remember when he, he kick off, kick off. Kearns yeah. and he sprints <laughs> off the field. Almost, with a pr- <laughs> almost like that. Maybe that's what Kennedy was uh, referring to. Um, you notice we've got a little bed music. I like it. I think it makes a scene. It adds to the segment. Number two, the Wayne Bennett press conference. We all saw it, but we're going to see um, some video here. So roll the tape, please. First of all, Wayne, commiserations on the loss. What were your, your thoughts on the match? A little bit mixed at the moment, so I'll keep them to myself. And just looking at today as a whole, where do you think were the areas that let you down? You didn't watch the game? I, I watched the game. Well, you can write about it. Yeah. But just from your opinion? I don't want to share it with you. <laughs> Why is that? <laughs> because it's just my opinion. I'm hmm. not really interested in sharing it. Oh dear, oh dear. Now I know, I know what he was thinking when he just raised the middle finger there oh, to scratch yeah. his nose. But we're seeing a tweet here as well. We've got the article oh. uh, that this fellow made uh, that wrote uh, after this. Now I think Dan might have some uh, some comments about uh, said journalist. Firstly, I think on this. Bennett had the shits because only one journalist turned up, and mm. it, it was a guy in dreadlocks who he clearly it clearly <laughs> clearly was a local. So Wayne, I'm Wayne Bennett, yeah. and I'm I'm now only worthy of one journal. I reckon that ticked him off. I was on the journo side. I thought he handled himself well until he quote until he did the interview with Dean Ritchie. And when a journalist makes it about themselves, <clears throat> you lose all credibility. All credibility with me. I thought Wayne, Wayne was unnecessarily rude. I thought the kid handled himself well. He did, but and fine. I mean, it's not as if we're going on like Wayne broke into his house or something. <laughs> I mean, he just did. He was a bit ornery. So what? Okay, Wayne's the guy that cops it. Now we've got to worry about the feelings. The feelings of this young child. I'm so sick of people's feelings. And to bring it home, the third, what were they thinking, fellas, this week? Another tweet. Now, the great Chris Minns. I'm, I'm a Chris Minns fan. Does some great things for the state of New South Wales. But we know there's a long and storied history of any politicians that have attaching themselves to sporting teams and events. But he's got priors for this. What are you thinking, Chris Minns? You don't have to tweet. Every time you're out of town and the Matildas are playing, now, this one we're saying, I might be in Wagga Wagga right now, but that won't stop me cheering on the mighty Matildas. Let's bring it home. Yes. What are you thinking, mate? You don't, cheap what, feet, my what has it got to do with you being anywhere? Of course you're going to. Why would it stop you cheering the Matildas? It's, it's the best. It's, it, you cannot say anything positive about the Matildas. You right. cannot say anything negative. When you say something positive, you're just going to get rounds of applause. Isn't that, and he's, what, he's got isn't prize. that the world we live in? He's got pride. I think their first game was in Brisbane. I think he might have said down the exact same. I might not be in Suncomb Stadium tonight, but I'm yeah. still going to. Chris, 
We get it. What are you thinking? If you're going to do it, just say, let's go, Matildas. And a little, what are you thinking for Daily Cherry Evans? You trail by 14. There's four minutes, 45 left. You've got a gift kick from right in front. The only way you can win the game is to take the bloody two and try and score two late converted tries. Go to Golden Point and win it there. You know, every time a team's down by eight and they get a penalty, and I call it, and I say, maybe they should go for two, I think of you. I think somewhere in the world, Joel's watching this going, <laughs> yes, yes, no, but yes. This is the fo- Look, it was such a no-brain. Anyway, it does my head in. What were they there thinking? we go. What were they thinking? That'll be back next week. All that's right. Airborne, that's Will it. Will it just... Uh, Manly versus <laughs> Penrith. Uh, you railroaded my Bambi for that, but that's okay. I'm a team player. <laughs> Manly versus Penrith. Uh, this is Thursday night football. 19 and a half is the line here for Manly. <sighs> again, you're setting big lines here, Sean. I, again, I don't think they're enough, which makes me think these are all traps. Met once this year. Penrith smashed them 44 to 12 at Penrith. 32 nil at half time, if I remember something in that range. The last time they met at, Bel- at Belmore at Brookvale, 46 6 um, to Penrith. So the, the form is unbelievable for the Panthers. Uh, and while Josh Schuster, I, I, I thought the worst thing that happened for Manly on, on, uh, on Thursday night was Josh Schuster setting up three tries in the last 10 minutes when it was all over, Joel, mm. because I thought now he's just going to think he actually contributed and he did anything but. And with that in mind, I can see Penrith absolutely slaughtering them. Uh, team player, what did you think about Josh Schuster? You've seen many chip and chase merchants. Have you seen a player who attempts so many chip and chases yeah. so close to the try line? Yeah, highlight real play. But so close to the trial line. Yeah. Daryl Trindle, Owen Craig, all these great exponents. Phil Blake, Blake. they'll fair way out. He does it right on the trial line. Mm. But this team player is the same bloke who bullied me out of my best bet last week. (laughs) Team player. I was there to be (laughs) make a convincing argument. Um, look, the Clearies, both Nathan and Ivan, are are supremos at finding inexperience or a change in a lineup. So last week they went for the Seve side, that combination with Ian Warbrick, not so familiar. That's where they target. Mm. And they will no doubt in my mind be going after Raymond on the wing. Oh, yes, to him, Arvo Vaiga. Yeah. Um, I don't love getting around big, big minuses, but one team you can get into it with some confidence is the Panthers. And I know I know it's at Brookvale, but so Panthers, this was it was min, minus 13 and a half against the Storm. I know that was at home last week. It's not a huge road trip for them. Yeah. I think um, I think you can find a lot of upside in getting around Penrith here in a big way. And I've sort of, I'm on, I'm on the same thing here. And I found a flair. Now, it's going to take some explaining, but when it, when it makes sense, you're going to think, well, that's a good price. So 19 and a half is the line, right? So it's $1.90. Have a look at this. So this is in the alternate winning margin, same game multi, right? Eagles, 10 points or less, so under 10 and a half. Penrith, over 30 and a half. Now, both things have to happen, but you get $3.40. I don't know, Joel. To me, that seems pretty fair. I mean, the other thing that worries me is two converted tries for Manly. Yeah, right. that, that's, the, that's the 12 number is your biggest concern there. Yeah, and it would have brought that. And you can do it that way. You can go 12 and a half, 32 and a half, under, over, and it's going to bring the price down a little. But as uh, we always say here, do as you please. Uh, Warriors versus Tigers. This is uh, in New Zealand. Tigers home game, but Hamilton. Hamilton. Is this under the... Is Hamilton the... Holiday maker. Uh, which one's Hamilton? I get my... It's not Dunedin. The Dunedin's no, the indoor stadium. Waikato is where's... Oh, it's FMB Stadium. FMG I knew you to go to New Zealand. Has we this got go- a roof, this joint? 
Is this uh, one good? No, that's that's Dunedin. Jeez, do you do your research? Fourteen and a half uh, Warriors. Well, Warriors giving up fourteen and a half. We know where Joel's going. Um, with the holiday maker reference, I'd love your flair, which is coming up shortly. So uh, you can talk us through this one, Sean. You had me worried there with the chat around the roof because there's a big weather watch in this game. Um, and I, I wanted a, an exotic market because we saw the, the number of streakers on the field oh, in the yeah. early game. That was in Napier, though, but only a short drive down the road. I think you could comfortably back over three and a half pitch invaders in this really? one. I think so. They're flying. So you're tarring the whole country with this brush. Absolutely. Well, no, I, they're getting behind... The Wards. Um, Another Selliot too, by the way. Yeah. I, I want to get to a game over there somehow yeah. before the year's out. That looks unbelievable. Anyway, let's get back on track. There. Um, I fear they're going to take it to Eden Park, though. And it's just not going to be quite the they? same. Because it's an NRL event. They just want to make money. So if they can sell 25,000, 30,000 extra suits... Is it, that, is it that much bigger? Yeah, yeah. okay. Um, in any case, I, I couldn't get the line this big um, in the draw. Really? I think the West Tigers are still... Having a crack, sure. Even though they should be in the holiday making yeah, they are department, the holiday. but they're not. Um, Fifteen and a half with some with some weather around. Night game as well over there. Even though it's mid the five thirty game for us. So there will be weather around. If we I think there's some it. kind of weather in the atmosphere. All right, we've made that point clear. So um, you're going to Tigers to hang in there. Tigers, right now. Warriors for me, uh, only because. Tigers against really good defences really struggle, yep. and I think the Warriors can manufacture 28 to 30 points. Uh, Wade Egan, one of his pet plays for the woo for the best bet. If a, somebody falls short of the try line, so within that metre range, he almost always wants to play flat to a hard-running forward. So you're looking at J uh, Ford, Curran, uh, Tohu Harris, um, list goes on. Adam Fanua Blake has scored a record amount of tries for him this year. Six tries and counting. And five of those six tries have come very, very early in the match. So just to pump up the, the volume a little bit, and for Dua Blake to score the first, second or third try, $8.50. All right, that is my favourite flair of the week uh, so far. South Sydney versus Dragons in Cairns, Barlow Park. How's that brick and the wall tour going? South <laughs> were dead set awful last week. And yes, I'm saying that through my kick. They were Scheisenhausen. Shaq Mitchell starts at number 10 because uh, they've lost Tom Burgess. They've got no Tavita Totola. How could Jai Araby fit? The he bloke's having, he's having. He's got back spasms or he's got a bulging disc. They're in a bad place here. And I cannot believe, Joel, the start is 20. 19 and a half. The Dragons, I know you're going to say holiday maker mode. They're still having a... This coach has got them playing accountable football. Yeah, I, I'm. this is the one I'm nervous about. The So if you are, you can do what's called a parlay. So you could, could put all four in there of that holiday maker multi and get any three of the four up. This is the one I am nervous about. Um, but there's just too much ammo, isn't there? There's too much to play for. Dragons have not won an away game all year. The 20 and a half concerns me, but I, I, I still feel comfy about the 13 plus. Did get to 20 and a half? Oh yeah, okay. It's a big, it's a massive number, and I've seen nothing from the. From, was that, sorry, it's coming to seventeen and a half, so it's ticked okay. down a touch. Right. Um, have seen nothing from the bunnies in recent times, Shug, to be giving up that many points no. that you'd want to. I mean, what do you, what do you, are you making this twenty four and a half in order to get to back this or something? It's just a crazy line. The the cans in the middle of the day, sun, um, throwing the footy around scares me a little bit. But with Joy Arrow and Shaq Mitchell starting front row, I can't see a world in which Arrow plays, to be honest. 
Um, well, not only the back spasm, Sean, but the plane trips. Perth, are they yeah. going Perth to Cairns? That's, that'd be the longest trip in Australia, wouldn't it? Perth still, to still not a bad bench, boys, uh, Seas. But their last 10 games, they're averaging conceding 28 points. And that's the, the issue. Point. They're, def- they're going to let points in. Total match points over screams it. Oh, yes. Yeah. It's a big number. You know what this game is? A same-game multi, try-scorer yes. deluxe. Yes. Ah, yes. Oh, yes. yes. Max Fina in the centres for the Dragons. Uh, Dragons for me. What about you, Sean? Uh, yeah, Dragons at the line for me. And my flair, keeping it very, very simple here. Dragons head-to-head at a big old... Well, I've, I've, it's got $7 here. It might have trimmed up a touch while we Ooh, went seven. to $6.40 at the moment, but... Yeah, the Souths aren't going anywhere near as good to indicate that that should be the betting. I twelve, like it. I feel this will be a bit like, I reckon that'll be a major shout. Remember the game at Tamworth against the Tigers? Tigers were there to win yes. it, and they yeah. just got away at the end, didn't they? Yep. Souths haven't had a good game, seriously, in months. A proper good performance. We get to the last game. I really struggle with this. Newcastle-Canterbury. Uh, it's the 4pm game. All right, it's all set. Knights in form, 66-0 a few weeks ago. McDonald Jones Stadium is going to be chockers. You're thinking Knights by 50. This is Canterbury's best team. This is just about Can- who am I missing here from this Canterbury side? Pangai Jr. up front, Kickow, um, who's looked pretty sharp since coming back. You've got Burton and Sexton, seems to be working pretty well. Avarillo at the back is their best option. Ten and a half is very skinny though. No Bradman best, Sean. Mm. Um, I am worried. Luke Thompson back for the dogs. I'm a bit worried here. I think the dogs can keep this very interesting. Yeah, so can I. And like it's only taken me uh, one week while they had to buy the Bulldogs to sort of completely forget about how they were playing before that, which could be a bit concerning. But I, I struggle to get it this big. I think best out is a big out because there's so much strike goes down that left edge. And Greg Marju defensively saw it last week. Big concerns, and I think the doggies can have some, um, yes, a lot of fun down his uh, edge. Yeah, this is a very tricky game. I'm just learning the way of the Bulldogs though to cover. Yeah, me too. On the road again. Yes, please. Can we get a sponsorship with like a, a big four caravan park or <laughs> Winnebago company or something? What are you talking the about? On the road again. Well, what's on the road? Another holiday maker. On the road, oh, pack up, okay. off we go, Canterbury. Okay. Um, Can you, for the next time, have holiday road, Lindsay Buckley? Oh, yeah, please, I will. I will. I will. Uh, the Knights lapped them last time. And yeah. this pretty much kick-started their year. And what you're seeing, if I was Avarillo, the Canterbury fullback, I would have eyes purely for the two headgears. If you see those headgears together, Ponga and Hastings, it's 100% going there. The whole team, if you see the headgear there, follow the headgear. That'd be my whole game plan, follow the headgear. Um, Marzu scored five weeks in a row. Tawala plays that left-hand centre position where Bradman Best got himself picked into origin. The Knights are in for a good few weeks. They're back home. They're going to be up and about. This this, uh, boulder is gathering moss. It's... They'll win big again. Okay. Sunday Arvo is a concern. You know they've got Newcastle South the week after. A monster game. Yeah, monster Going games. Going up for that one. Monster games. Uh, the flair. Now, I was a bit torn here. I, I'm really struggling to read this game, but what I don't struggle to read is Lachlan Fitzgibbon might do very nicely here. On that left edge, hard running. He can score a try. Look, I was going to go first, second, or third. I seem to not have success with that one or any time. Just go first try. You know what? Sunday afternoon, shy at the stumps, 17 bucks. 
uh, but do it responsibly. Hey, hey boys, one for the, for the dreams are free. The Newcastle Knights have played eight games against top five sides. I think they've won three or four of them. Mm. What's their biggest loss? Their biggest loss <coughs> against top five sides four. in eight games. Well, they lost to Penrith 16-15. I can't. It's, it's gonna, eight. It's eight. Eight. By yeah. the Warriors. That's they've been competitive. Yeah. Mm. Super competitive. Um, all right. That just about covers the eight games. So let's get to our best. Now we've acknowledged, uh, you know, a lack of communication cost us last week. Uh, so Joel, you get to go first here. Yes, uh, Lindsay Buckingham. We're on camera, Joel. We're on TV. Lindsay Buckingham, take it away. <laughs> Dolphins on the road, the holiday road. Give me the roosters, Daniel. All right, at the line. <coughs> the dog is the best part of this song. Um, um, well, both these teams have been on the road. In a, well, Dragons are on the road for this one. The Souths have been all over the country. As we know, Dragons, big, big plus. This is going to be a shootout. I can easily see South scoring 50, but I think the Dragons can probably put mid-30s on the board as well. So, I, I, so your Dragons are the line. Yep. I was going to go that before I saw yours, but then, but in, in all, I thought... I, I just, I'm staying away from South Sydney at the moment, just completely good or bad. Um, now, this is under our odds that we normally allow, but Joel changed the rules a few weeks ago. Stephen Crichton, any time try scorer, right edge. Dollar 77. Dollar 77. I just saw the price, I thought, oh, that's a little tasty. He'll be going at Cola too, so yeah. Tungle's still out. I, I was thinking, do I go bold and go double? No, let's just get let's just get us off and running. Uh, that's our best bets. But now, oh, we've got a different, a different merchant for shooting bear. Hang on, just <laughs> let me put the feet up again. Yeah. Let me put the feet up again. <laughs> and now, fire the gun. Wait for the opener, Joel. <laughs> I know it's exciting, but here we go. It is exciting. It's very exciting. Now, I need your input here. I'm only a novice when it comes to the Bambi, Dan, right? Um, check this out. Usman Kawaja. There's a couple of points to this particular tweet. Oh, Usman. This is okay. a Bambi. Here's what it says. Uh, I can't quite read that. But basically, he says, grateful to have cracked a 1,000 runs. Yeah. So congratulating oneself. Grateful? Grateful to be, yes. Like, Whoa. that's not the right verb. Grateful? Yeah. But what are you grateful for? Gra yeah. He's grateful to be boasting, in my opinion. So grateful to have cracked a 1,000 yeah. runs. Can, can, you, can I read the rest of it for you? Can you read that for me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Grateful to have cracked 100 or 1,000 runs, sorry, for another year. I know I didn't always get to reply. But thank you to all my fans for your support. And this is what really takes yeah, the cake. Right. He's, He's already twofold. building the lily. Here. The people's champ appreciates and oh. sends his love back. Now, I'd heard this, uh, Sean. That's a G up. I'd heard, he'd, I'd heard he's been calling himself the people's champ for Surely a while. A when someone calls themselves, you can't do it. Now, he's affable. I like Usman. I, I can't accept this behaviour. I love watching him play too. That's why it's a Bambi. Yeah, that's a proper Bambi. That's a proper Bambi. That's a proper Bambi. And a little side Bambi while I'm there too. Oh. Gee whiz, didn't Australia improve when Stewie Jew turned up? Oh! <laughs> How does that happen? Stewie Jew. Could you just imagine, like, if a, imagine it was Justin Holbrook, right? Mm. Justin Holbrook, who, who got sacked at a similar time. How would the AFL fraternity have copped Justin Holbrook latching onto the back of what the strange test? Would have actually contributed to that team? Like, he got a tracksuit. He got a free trip. He got a trip and a tracksuit. Well, what's wrong with that? Oh, Don't please. fat shame. Can I have a quick, can I have a quick Bambi? 
just jump on the telly. Yeah. Can I bear me dance socks? Can we get your socks up on no, the desk no, again? We're not doing like that. High school grey. Are they from your high school days? <laughs> <laughs> What's going on? Here? Are they Cogramara brothers? <laughs> Can we get a clip of those no, up on the desk? No, they're grey socks, or they're, they're whatever the colour of the shoes are. <laughs> the socks are. Uh, All right. How was my Bambi, boys? Was it oh, very good? That's you know, I'm not comfortable doing Bambi. Good. Bambi. The that's, text could have been a bit bigger for you. Yeah. That's top level. Oh, that's Gibbo's that fault. Um, well, oh, that's me. just about it. What a pleasurable show that was. I didn't have to do anything. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> feel free to do Bambis and whatever you like next week. Yeah. Well, can't you, he's taking my role. Oh, he's that's right. Yeah. Thanks for uh, listening and watching, people. But uh, <laughs> as always, take a sec before you bet and set a deposit limit. You win some, you lose more. For free and confidential support, call the number on the screen or visit the website.